1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Super J-Cast. I'm Joel, joined by David McDonald. It is Wednesday, the 20th of October, 2021. This is episode 181 of the Super J-Cast. Just to clear that up, I think I just started doing that at the start of every episode. Just to avoid any confusion, uh, I can hear Damon cracking open his Monster Energy drink in the background. Yep. Um, Mally's calling me, and we're off. It's another wonderful episode of our great podcast, David.
0: It is. It is wonderful to uh, speak with you. And to talk about the promotion that we love, it's called New Japan Pro Wrestling. In case you haven't heard of it, and uh, we are the experts. <laughs> we are the we are, we are the shining light in your day. So a lot we, of
1: people were listening to last week's episode when uh, in error, it wasn't Editor Dan's fault, and I'm not. I don't want to point fingers, but it definitely no. wasn't him. Uh, they got like halfway through the episode with us talking about pandemic and show cancellations, and they. they sort of realize, hey, hold on a second. What well, have I missed something here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I put up the right one. I know I did. I know I did my part. Um I don't know what happened there. But someone it, uh,
1: had a bad week and and I yeah. I uh I empathize.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, well look, it all got sorted out, right? Everybody got everybody got the fresh show. The fresh right. exactly. show. So. It happens to the
1: best of us. Like I'm yeah. no done uh, you know you're listening to the right episode now straight away because I've decided to include the date and the the show number in there. So wow. hopefully, uh, we, it's even professional outfit, Damon. Holy um, shit! Not as professional as some of the wonderful samples we've had coming into the emails with people who want to do the guest hosting. Yeah, someone's some been outstanding and actually making me a bit nervous.
0: <laughs> not making me nervous at all. That's that's got my retirement plan. <laughs> that's that's, what that's called. Um, yeah, they. Uh, they have been coming out. I've, I've actually listened to more than a few. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, uh, I'm i excited to go to Mexico and line a beach. Uh, and uh, hopefully hear a fine episode of the uh, Super J Cast, um, Hosted by others. While you uh, bring new life to the world. And I kill brain cells. <laughs> so it should be... Action packed.
1: Well, speaking of killing brain cells, Damon, I want to read you a tweet. And, and this is, I'm not doing this out of malice. I'm not um, inviting others to go and dunk on this person. I'm not even going to say who it was, but it was something that when I saw the first time, I rolled my eyes. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought this really encapsulates the brilliance of professional wrestling. So this was uh, in response to Brian Danielson tweet where uh, Danielson was expressing his excitement about getting to wrestle Minoru Suzuki. I'm mm-hmm. sure we've all seen that match. It was uh, on free on YouTube. And this person has replied, I don't, uh, have you seen this tweet, Damon?
0: I know, I don't know of this tweet. I, okay. I, I,
1: I, <laughs> I'm excited now, because I'm going to read it to you line by line. I'm going to get your live reaction to this. All right. Again, my, my intention is not to pour scorn on this person, but just to sort of celebrate how fun pro wrestling is. Okay, okay. So can, I,
0: can I ask one question? Do we know the person?
1: Yeah. Uh. I know of this person. Their tweets uh, pop up quite frequently okay. in <laughs> Voices of Wrestling Slack.
0: Okay, but they're not a fan of ours or anything like that? No, no,
1: no. no. no right. Not not someone who listens to us. Uh, not in the New Japan fandom at all. All right. Okay. You ready for this? Okay. So re- replying to at Brian Downson. Good luck. After seeing the few matches that Suzuki had in AEW, he's very dangerous in the ring. Mm. Due to your injuries, you shouldn't be wrestling
0: him. Oh, wait, time, stop. Pause, please. Is this like somebody saying that he's sloppy? That Suzuki's sloppy and, and intentionally hurts people? Uh
1: I <laughs> I don't want to give too much away, okay. but you're
0: uh, you're probably heading in the right
1: direction. Just that uh, okay. Okay. Uh, l- let me read some more. Yeah. Okay, the, the, one more sentence to this. <laughs> it takes quite a turn. All right. So just to recap. Okay. Yeah. He's very dangerous in the ring. Due to your injuries, you shouldn't be wrestling him. Okay. All right, ready? Say goodbye to Brie and your children, oh. because this might be your last match in your career or the end of your life. Wow! <laughs> How amazing, is that <laughs> K Wave is alive and well?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, D- okay, that's 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 what that was, right? That was somebody who was just you know kind of playing along with a story, right?
1: No, 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 absolutely not. This is this is without a shred of irony. This is someone who has... Again, as admitted in the tweet, they haven't seen many Suzuki matches, but Suzuki has managed to create such an aura of being this sort of psychopathic killer that, that this person is legitimately fearing <laughs> for the, the safety of Brian Danielson that, wrestling him.
0: That it has to be tongue in cheek. Please tell me that is tongue in cheek.
1: No, because they deleted it later and said, I'm sorry, I was in a bad mood. I shouldn't have said that. So it oh, was my completely Lord. at face value. And I think that is something beautiful to be celebrated.
0: It really is the fact that Minoru Suzuki could could do that, and still in this day and age, uh, 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 generate such a, a a response to his performance. Uh, uh, and so, mean, be-
1: so Suzuki, a, a wrestler who, from other
0: wrestlers we've spoken
1: to, they've said that Suzuki is like one of the the softest, most gentle, yes. safest people
0: to work with. Oh my God! I mean, to to a to a person. There's not there has not been one per and and I will go so far as to say, uh they have said it in such a way where I, even I was like, wow. I mean that's I mean, you wouldn't expect that. Um uh, yeah, the people that you think are the most, you know, dangerous might not be the most dangerous. Uh huh. Wow. Well well good for sure. I mean if, if pulling
1: funny faces at your opponent is dangerous, then yeah, he's a <laughs> fucking killer, <laughs> but
0: again hitting hard in safe spaces uh safe places should i say um you know it's you know i'm not going to say i'm not going to say they, they they tickle but uh yeah i mean i would I, he would be one of the least i would worry about well that's good. I, that was a good that's a good uh that's a good job there you know well listen the person was was very uh worried about the health and safety of a, of a performer. So, uh, look, the, the heart was in the right place, but wow. We, okay. That's, 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 a, that's a way to kick off the show. That's for fucking sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and what an achievement from Minoru Suzuki to yeah convey this feeling to a casual fan when he's basically doing like the same match every week. <laughs>
0: he really is. <laughs> Various
1: U.S. <laughs> indies and, and shows across the country. So, uh, actually I do have a question here. And, yeah. um, I would like you to talk about it for a long time because I'm being summoned to change the water in our water cooler. I'll, okay. So please talk for at least a minute. This is all a right, question okay, from Presto Juan uh, who says, do you think Suzuki is taking too many high-profile losses on national TV?
0: Mm. Good question, I guess, right? Um, I mean, I guess with all the hype that he brings um, and all the um, – at least the, the buzz online um, – I don't know if necessarily it hurts him in any way, shape, or form, though, right? I don't think it's. Keep in mind, this is a guy that's been around the block a few times, and as much as we love him um, and love what he represents and what he, you know, his his likenesses on on in a ring and on your TV, uh, he's an old gentleman. (laughs) He's been around a while, so it's it's not, you know. It's not like he's going to be in contention for a a. Well, I say that. Who knows with this promotion, but uh, an IWGP Heavyweight Championship match or anything even close to sniffing that. Um, he's he's I'm back. To- by the
1: way, sorry, to that was
0: quick. That was really quick.
1: I feel um, like I've just done a very low effort uh, uh, event on World's Strongest Man.
0: <laughs> And you're, I see these pictures. You look good. you're looking good. You get the get the hair going. You get this new uh longer hairstyle you got rocking. Nice. I've seen I've seen. I'm wearing
1: glasses now, Damon.
0: I have glasses on right now. What do you think of that?
1: I should be wearing my glasses. Why am see- I not wearing my glasses? Can
0: you continue talking about Suzuki? When I can't glasses. <laughs> I certainly can I was a uh, mid mid thought. Uh, my thought was um again. While he is a name, he is being brought in to these, for lack of a better term, territories um, to put over stars. They're 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 people. Um, nah, I don't care. I don't. Again, it's not going to hurt him. He's fine. He's he's Teflon. He could t- he could lose that f- just about fucking anybody. I mean, not just about anybody, but you know he's in the main events he's losing these matches nah. i mean he won in philly let's put it that way i mean we knew that finish was was you know we knew who was lying down in that fucking match
1: uh, spoiler alert damon god oh oh <laughs> well, <laughs> my Jango, bad <laughs> i mean as as we're recording we are watching uh sanada make his way to the ring for this final show of the b block so as this is playing out i would like to pick your brains on the philly tapings that you, you went to over the weekend so yeah yeah spoiler alert if anyone is not wanting to be spoiled on events in that show, skip ahead I don't know 50 minutes or so I'm yeah. not in a timestamp. I'm not going to go retro retroactively put in a timestamp but uh, no. yeah Damien, talk to us about the show how was it all
0: right uh, the, yeah two shows Saturday and Sunday um it was it was weird in the sense that it, this is the first wrestling show that not only myself but a lot of people had gone to. I mean, like the first show in years. Um, So it was good seeing people that I hadn't seen in a a very long time. But it was a weird scenario where (sighs) masks were, were, uh, you had to have masks on, but it was really lax. Like, so you didn't have to wear a mask if you um, were eating or drinking. So everyone was drinking. (laughs) Nobody had a mask on. Everybody had a beer in their hand and a mask down, drinking, and it was just preposterous. So, yeah, there were moments where I was just like, "Oh, I don't know if I feel one hundred percent safe here." Um, and then even during the matches, like people would sit, you know, but you know, you're you're bringing in a beer and you're drinking a beer while you're sitting there watching the wrestling, and um, or soda or a pretzel or eating a pizza or whatever the fuck. So it was it was just pretty useless. And, i don't know it was kind of daunting to me um sitting in a building like that just and again i don't think anybody was there wasn't a lot of like like the people weren't like going out of their way to not wear it but i'm gonna say people weren't going in their way to wear them (laughs) i guess i don't
1: know did anyone try to kiss you damon
0: uh did I have any kisses? No kisses. But I did feel good. Um when I went in to get my credential. Um as I was going in they were like uh, uh yeah yes uh uh I was like, yeah, I'm picking up my uh, credential uh Damon McDonald. And as I as the, my name was was being uh, was being released from my lips two people yell out, "Damon!" <laughs> that i didn't even know uh so that that just emphasized my importance to the new japan pro wrestling brass who didn't give one single fuck i was there um no I, but if, if they know
1: joel yentis is in the house and <laughs> his shout out's coming in left right and center yeah what is that
0: about with joel i mean we love joel i guess mean, I, I,
1: but where's where's we, we've been caping for this g1 from day one and-
0: i think there's a i think sort. there's a thing out that that they can't talk about us i
1: yeah. think so because you know what i've been doing throughout this g1 uh seeing the like the most inane tweets retweeted by the njpw global twitter account i thought i, I want to get involved in this so i tried to sort of playing along doing sort of joke tweets like wow sanada's boots are really shiny just just like really right. kind of brain dead things like that with a hashtag right. to see if they tweet it and they've they've retweeted nothing i've tried about like five or six times, and not a sausage. So yeah, I think we're on some kind of blacklist. We it. are.
0: I, I guarantee you we are. I, I promise you we are. I promise you we are. Um, which is hilarious to me because like this fucking promotion, uh, is is colder than a you know a block of ice. Um, and and the reason why I say that is is leading into this this promotion or this uh these shows. Um, I would always, you know, ask, hey, hey, blah blah, blah. Hey, uh, what do you think of G? You know, as we get through, uh, what do you think of G one? Uh, I haven't, haven't really caught up with it. Uh, I haven't really watched. Uh, I haven't. You, no one, I in in no one there was talking about G one. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not even just saying that just to be like, ah, not a lot of buzz. I, I mean, legit. No one is discussing Ibushi. No one is discussing Okada's losses. No one is discussing Tanahashi's losses. No one is discussing uh, Chase Owens. No one is discussing evil. No one is discussing... It was like, like, I feel like I was the only one where the the, 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 uh, the letter G and the number one was coming out of their mouth. Nothing. I couldn't get. I couldn't get a review. I couldn't get an opinion. I couldn't get a hot take. I couldn't get shit from anyone because no one's watching. And I was shocked at that. I was shocked living in a bubble where we talk about this and I watch these shows. And you know, I uh, we, to be very clear, Joel, we are in a absolute motherfucking bubble because people who buy tickets to go see a new japan pro wrestling show are not watching G1 <laughs> I, I promise you i didn't hear anyone talk about it and again i'm not a fucking social butterfly i'm not going around everywhere you know asking what's the it's it felt like i was in a com- completely different promotion it felt like i was i went to a show that was a completely different promotion only in the sense that i saw the lion marks i saw i and i heard the the emerson laken palmer and you would hear the count outside the ring. Aside from that, I felt like I, I was watching a completely different promotion. Um, that being said, shows were good. The shows were good. Um, they weren't the greatest shows I've ever been to. But I every night I walked out of there, I was like, you know, looking. That was a good show. That was a good show. Everybody had their working boots on. I don't think there was a bad match. Like, there was, there were matches that were like, okay, you know, fine. But there wasn't a match where I was just like, oh, fuck this match. None. Um, and that's both nights. Both nights. Everybody had their working shoes on. Uh, the crowd was, was into it. You know, the crowd was good. I would say three quarters filled, which was weird. See, when I got there, I remember – and again, I think a lot of this had to do with the meet and greets and shit like that, where um, you know people were waiting in line. When I got there, and I felt like I was running late, there was no line. Uh, they had already opened the doors and people were in, and it, and and I was only like about five minutes late. It was just like, and usually when they open the doors, there's a line to get in, and it wraps almost around the building, you know, or at least you know around the block, and. You know, you had to wait in line and get, nope. I just walked right to the front door, whoop, in, uh, and then I sent you that picture. I sent you the picture. And again, it was, It was to be fair, it was, that was like, a, you know, maybe 45 minutes before bell time. Uh, there were a lot of seats. I mean, the seat, let's put it this way. The, they gave me a ticket, and it was for the 10th row. Thanks, thanks, New Japan, for that, by the way, 10th row. Joe, there weren't there weren't six rows. There weren't even six rows built out with chairs. <laughs> they they completely overestimated their ticking printing process because they didn't even have that. that. There were uh, and then even when I was sitting there talking, I was like, you know, to people, oh, where, where, oh, where are you sitting? Where are you sitting? Ah, I'm in row six. Oh, okay, cool. Well, he's good. Right, I'm gonna go check out my seats. That's oh, great. Go, go I'll be at the bar. Uh, comes back. Yeah, I I there's no row 6. <laughs> I, when we went we we when we went in, we just grabbed seats and sat there. And and we grabbed seats right on the aisle, fourth row. I was sitting in. And I, and because there was no one else in the the row. So fourth row, Joel, Where we were. You could you could lie down. <laughs> you could You could bring a sofa. It wouldn't have mattered. Uh, And, you know, there are people that filled in in pockets later, but those people were standing. It was just, look, it was cold as ice. Once the show started, the people that were there were into it, no doubt. Um, I mean, again, seeing people that I haven't seen in in a long time was fun, but. The one thing that that I have to say that when when I left there it was just a confirmation that man we uh we got a cold product here, but it was cold. You, you did see people people flew in. uh my buddy Jeff from Indianapolis flew in. And I laughed at him that he flew in. Uh, he was there. Uh, he's the guy. I don't know if you remember the story where in New York, there was a meetup and this dude would whip my ass in that giant Connect Four game. <laughs> Just beat my ass. Um, and come to find out, Jeff from Indianapolis, uh, who listens to our show.
1: Professional Joel. Connect Four player. And Professional. Championships. <laughs>
0: no, you know what the fuck he has? And he showed me a picture of it. He has a little uh, display case in his, in his office, in his home office. He's got a pair of legitimate, ring worn, liger, kick pads, set, the white ones that he kind of wears over his boots. I was like, you "So what
1: are- you need to do, Damon, is challenge him to a game of connect Get four. four. Where he puts the kick pads on the line, and then you have to put
0: something equally valuable on the line. My virginity. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will to put, watch that. I <laughs> will put my virginity on the line for those <laughs> kick pads. I." I I was. I won't tell you how much he spent, but um, it's. I thought it was doable. It, like it, that. Like it didn't blow me away. It, it. It didn't blow me away. Um, I will. I will put up my virginity in a game of giant connect four for those fucking kick pads. He's a good dude. Um, I felt bad because, like night one, I was like, well, so where are you staying? And he's like, oh, I'm a setter city, blah blah blah. He's like, Well, what you got plans for? You know, for, you going to the afternoon show? He's like, Yeah, I'll just, I don't know, I got nothing, and then I'll just go to the show. And then I was like, Why? Yeah, you, because you know, he was. We were talking about the bar. I was like, I'm going to have the first listener over the bar. And he's like, Really? I was like, Yep. Yeah, I'll pick you up. We'll fucking go watch some football, and then we'll go over to the show. He's like, Oh, fucking cool. I forgot I had plans with Cheryl. <laughs>
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm imagining like romantic candlelit dinner with the three of you there, <laughs> he's just sitting there so Ooh, I was boy. like I oh, told you. She like,
0: she's like we, we have this but I was like oh fuck I forgot um, so I had to text Jeff and be like oh sorry brother I can't because it was a free book he's like ah it's no problem I felt bad but I was all I had it all hyped up in my head and then woo, bing uh but the matches. All right. So anyway, the matches were good, Joel. Uh, I don't Can know. Can I ask you, you
1: there are two questions for you from these these tapings? What yeah. was a standout match, and any performers really impressed you from the two nights?
0: Okay. So for me, I really liked the stuff pre intermission. Um. So the stuff involving um, uh, like the like the the mixed tag, not the mixed tag, the mixed tag. Geez. Um the multi man tags multi man tags were yeah, i thought amazing. were really good um i thought oh, what else everything seems to blend together um the street fight was good main event for the second night in the sense that it felt like like big time pro wrestling was in was in town you know what i mean like everybody was hyped for it um i hate the fact that they brawled the, well, spoiler alert spoiler alert um they brawled in the in the uh, outside, they did the outside thing, but they the camera follows them. So you got people sitting in a fucking arena just watching a TV <laughs> as they brawl outside. Um, that was pretty silly. Uh, the angle with um, uh, Team Filthy um, that was pretty good, where they cut Rosser's hair. Um, that was pretty heated, actually, and he's eating his hair. He was, I, Joe. I'm, I'm not kidding you. The, the Tom Lawler ate a hunk of Fred Rosser's hair. Um, it was the fucking grossest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I'm trying to think of, think of the highlights. What else was pretty great? Um, I mean, I'm sure we got to talk about Gabe Kid return. That was... Um,
1: yeah. I mean, should we touch on that now then? So- yeah. Um, Multiverse A says, "What changes need to be made, not just to the NJPW Dojo system, but to wrestling in general, so people aren't in a heartbreaking situation like the one Gabriel Kidd talked about." So, I mean, this is something that we we'd heard whispers from people close to the company that he was in a bad way, um, and you know, we didn't want to talk about that, make it a public thing because you know, people's health is private, obviously. But it was a, a big relief to all of us to see Gabe back and, and fighting fit and coming to the ring and so tr- tremendously excited and happy to see him and I, you know, s- such a great response from his comeback and I think there's really big potential there for him to you know, get back on his feet and become hopefully a big star in the company. But uh, also we need to give him props for the bravery with which he spoke about his mental health struggles because this is uh, an industry that Uh, values and um, promotes toughness you know that that fighting spirit never say quit attitudes where you know big tough guys doing big tough guy things and talking about things like depression and and trigger trigger warning uh suicide that must have taken a tremendous amount of courage for Gabe Kidd to do and it's great that he did and hopefully that opens things up a bit for professional wrestlers and and sports people in general to be a bit more open about these things because I think the less of a a taboo it is the more conversations can be had and you know I think the better that is if people feel comfortable to share this sort of thing so you know maybe in the future if there's another person in a similar position who's struggling they might think you know I'm going to give Gay Kid a call or or something like that so yeah big up Kid for, for being honest about those things. But that also leads us to having to have what I think is a, a really difficult conversation about this uh, dojo system because, you know, at the best of times, it is incredibly uh, physically and emotionally demanding and also very much so on the the foreign wrestlers who are away from their families trying to make it in the system there. But during a pandemic as well where everything's cut off and all the support networks that would usually be there are not there, and especially looking at what happened to with uh, Hannah Kimura last year, I just I can't help but shake the feeling that Gay Kids has been let down by the company for, for it things to have got that bad where he was considering ending his own life. That is a big big red flag for me.
0: Yeah. Um, look, we do a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast. And I know there's going to be plenty of well, what about you know junior hockey, and what about football, and what about taking these kids that are 14 and 15, and you know, and putting all these pressures on them, and 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 all of it, right? So again, and I would agree across the board. It's it's you know, we we as a society love to churn out athletes, and and the pressure that. We put on kids in a, a, is is amazing to be that special athlete. New Japan pro wrestling specifically, that dojo system churns out some of the greatest pro wrestlers um on planet earth, right? The system is tried and true uh, in 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 bringing great pro wrestlers. Um, and pro wrestlers that we all love into the system it can be better and and again, the reason why we say that is because of and it's always been one of those little underlying things of the you know the hell that people go through you know in that dojo system. it is a tough life um you. We appreciate that, but yet we we do joke about it and and when I say we, I think the pro wrestling community does it as well. I'm watching Evil get his three count here.
1: <laughs> this is good. This is good fun actually. I'm enjoying it. They brought all the bullshit to this match and really good. Sort of viewing it through the lens of sort of wacky cartoon shenanigans, it's quite fun.
0: Oh, uh i, I just I, I, oh boy uh okay so evil gift so um i i feel like the dojo system could be better in the sense and, and i think the promotion can be better and i think pro wrestling can be better if they really took stuff like this seriously i have my reservations and i have my doubts And I but let me first say that that I appreciate Gabe Kidd having the guts to come out there in front of a live audience and and say what he had to say. I'm not I'm not a taper of things on my phone. I'm not I'm not a big, you know, I did some stuff just to share with you, but I knew I needed to record when he got on the mic because just because of the things that we had heard previously. I mean, listen, go go back on Joel's Twitter timeline you know, the Jcast Twitter timeline, and I know there's a tweet, you know, very vague, but very, uh, you know, about Gabe Kidd. Uh, people need to, and I, when I mean people, I mean the brass <laughs> in at Pushy uh, Road needs to find a way and needs to make it public of how they are treating these performers' mental health. I think that would be a a just a fantastic, wonderful breakthrough. I have my doubts that we will ever see that day. As much as we like change and as much as we appreciate where we are as a society in moving forward, especially when it comes to mental health issues. This is a pro wrestling company that has, let's be honest here, hasn't had the greatest of reputations when it comes to not only stuff like this, but the sensitivities of people suffering with stuff like this.
1: And also, sorry to jump in, Taman, but this is a nationwide issue as well. I mean, in, Japanese workplace culture I you know I'm not any kind of expert but my my limited understanding is that you are expected to, to give everything to work and everything to your company so again this is not something that's exclusive to New Japan but, but we neither do we does Japan it, make it okay to hand wave it yeah like okay. but as you said we we should aim for better and you know maybe it's something like having they might probably already have something like you know a counselor being available that is a, a common workplace thing now but is that enough? I mean, obviously, whatever they had in place was not enough considering that Gabe found himself in that situation. So, I don't know what kind of thing exactly I'm asking for. You know, just someone to sort of check in on the wrestlers from time to time and just make sure they're okay. I don't know what the answer is. But that's but one it, thing.
0: It, you know what I mean? But that's one thing. And and Joel, my, my fear is is that it's the it's the behind the curtain thing of that like you could be front and front facing with that and and have that person check in on those people it's how that person is treated by others within the company whether that's a push a uh, a, a, a you know uh, getting bookings being used again being looked at as less than being looked at as weak being looked at as uh, somebody we can't trust being that that's I think is the bigger problem.
1: I think, right. And, and sorry, like when we've got someone like Chase Owens who is got this position on this company uh, because of the fact that he is loyal and he's always available and he's never hurt and he will always get on the plane and, and fill in the spot, no questions asked.
0: And now he's in the G one climax because of that, right? I mean, that th- this. Th- to let's let's remember here that what we're dealing with here is not a baseball organization. This is not a NHL hockey team. This is and who have their own issues, but that's another conversation for another day. Um, a lot of these gentlemen are independent contractors who they bring in tour by tour. They have no responsibility. That's pro wrestling. Hmm? That's why pro wrestling might not be the greatest of things behind the curtain man, like they don't, but if you're going to promote shows internationally and you're going to be owned by a multi-million dollar gaming conglomerate or whatever the fuck they're all into. When I say they're into whatever the business dealings that they do with the, the cards and the toys and the fucking this and then that, uh, they have a responsibility to their performers. Don't hide behind old school pro wrestling mentalities, right? You want to you want to play the game. <laughs> Sorry, don't don't everybody sing along. Don't do it. I know you. I know it's in your head. I know you want to say it. <laughs> it's not time to play the game. Um, you as a as an international touring company want to play the game. But you don't want to pay the price. And the price is is the mental health of your performers and the physical health of your performers. But again, mental health is something that is never talked about. It's never discussed in pro wrestling. It's never a topic that's – look, what you (laughs) – so – you, do you know how people dealt with the mental stresses of pro wrestling back in the eighties and nineties, y'all? They did it by drinking excessively and by taking drugs excessively. Now I'm not saying everybody did, but I'm saying there's enough evidence out there to support that claim, right? I don't think that, I don't think that's a a shocking statement to almost anyone, right, who is a follower of, of this art form. I think, again, Gabe having a lot of guts going out there to to say what he said, and I feel for the man. I absolutely feel for him. My fear is, is that A, it either this gets left where it is, or B, him saying something, and people not continu- continuously reminding others that this situation is here and occurs uh, results in Gabe Kidd's New Japan Pro Wrestling career uh, faltering a little bit. Because before this, I think everyone was on board with Gabe Kidd, right? Everyone was on board with Gabe Kidd. So let's, let's put this little line in the sand and say, okay, where are we at? Post interview. Post interview um with Gabe Kidd's career. That 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 is what I think will be important.
1: Yeah, this is something that I think needs to be revisited, needs to be spoken about often and seriously by you know, people like us and people within the company, because this was very, very close to being a tragedy. Oh yeah. Like it wasn't, but it was very, very close. So this is this is a let-off for New Japan. This is a lucky escape. So they should be taking a long, hard look at themselves about that dojo system and thinking, how can we stop this from happening again?
0: Right. And we're not and by any stretch saying it shouldn't be tough. It shouldn't be physically demanding. It shouldn't be, uh, you know, that's no. But again... What we are saying, I mean, and, and, you know, we're not talking at both sides of our mouth here. We appreciate what the struggles that each one of those young men go through in that dojo uh, to make themselves a better pro wrestler. Trust me that we do. Um, But I don't know if, if I truly deep down believe that um, I'm comfortable moving forward with without some changes to that great system. Let's make let's make it better. Let's 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 improve upon what we have and 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 we can do that. We absolutely can improve upon what we have so that a we still get the great talent that comes out of it. And I don't think and I think the, the, the performers that come out of that dojo system not only will be better wrestlers, but will be better human beings.
1: This shows were also notable for a couple of new arrivals. We had uh, the appearance of, well, reappearance of the Black Tiger gimmick attacking. I believe it was Rocky Romero. Yeah, uh, some speculation that it was uh, Ricky Reyes under the mask, mm. also known as Cortez Castro. Anyone who watched Lucha Underground might know him. And also the big one being Buddy Matthews, who appeared in a vignette. He said he's going to be at the November San Jose show with the umbrella. Did you? When you saw the oh, umbrella, God. were you like,
0: uh-oh? You should have heard the gasp in that fucking building. You <laughs> really did. I was like, oh, no. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a little bit of an, uh, of an audible gasp. It's cursed
1: uh, umbrella since Resident Evil.
0: But yeah, yeah, how are we feeling about Buddy Matthews? Like I think I'm fine with it. I think it's I think it's look there. Uh, I don't think he's he's going to be a huge needle mover. To be honest with you, but I think it's a welcome addition. I don't think I don't you know I I, I don't see him doing massive tours. I don't think he's going to be a full time. New Japan guy, if 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 you're asking me that, um, but again, the way that the 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 doors are opening and the world is open, I think you'll see him a lot of different places. Quite truthfully, um, yeah. I, 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 I listen. I'm not hand waving it. I think it's a a good addition, but I don't know if it's a needle mover for me.
1: Okay. Uh, any final thoughts about the tapings?
0: Um, again, good shows. I'm trying to think of like matches that I think. Uh, uh, the Will Osprey was it? Alex Payne, Alex, who was it? Alex Zane. Alex Zane. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm reading my Hello Fresh read that I just got from Joel. <laughs> um, that was good. Um, again, I liked. Like the opening matches always seemed really, really good. Bateman was good. I liked the uh, team. Filthy was good. Um, I'm trying to think of like what else really stood out. Like as like, uh, Suzuki Chris Dickinson was really good. I liked that a lot. Hard hitting as expected.
1: Uh, Did they do any forearms in that match, Damon?
0: <laughs> maybe one or two. Fine, memory serves me right. Um, I think it was. I think it was again. I think the people that were there enjoyed that show. I walked out of there seeing two two tapings that I think people will enjoy. Um, was there anything that was like like blow away? I don't know. I don't think so. But I think overall, the thumbs up. Everybody everybody enjoyed the shows. All
1: right. Uh, we also had uh, what I thought was a, a really good episode of Strong this week, The Autumn Attack, uh, last Saturday from the shows they taped in Garland, Texas. So we had the Alex Coglin Challenge Match Series continued where Chris Dickinson defeated him uh, in 30 minutes, three seconds by cross-arm breaker. We had uh, the mega coaches, Rocky Romero, Ruske Taguchi, defeating West Coast Wrecking Crew, Royce and Jarrell Nelson in 30 minutes, 41 seconds by a backslide. I do like the fact that it was a a backside finish rather than, you know, an outright finishing move pin because they tried to keep West Coast recklessly strong, which they should do because I continue to be impressed by those guys. I really hope they can get to Japan at some point in the future. You know, them Aussie open, there's, there's a lot of potential there to freshen up the new Japan heavyweight tag division. And I think both guys are incredibly talented. So I would like to see more of them. Uh, we had an eight man tag match with uh, Juice Robinson making an uh, appearance after quite a while. Uh, TJP, Clark Connors, Leo Rush defeating the team of Chris Bay, Hiko Leo, Fantasma, and Taiji Ishimori, where Juice uh, won via disqualification. There's a, a lot of shenanigans at the end of that match. And main event Will Ospreay defeating Carl Fredericks in 18 minutes, 8 seconds via Hidden Blade. This is what I want to see from Carl Fredericks. I thought this is probably his best singles match that I've seen in the company. And his striking stood out to me as really impressive. like Very, very hard, crisp strikes. Uh, that's something I think is a must if you're going to make it big in New Japan. So yeah, more of this, please, from Carl Fredericks. Of course, he doesn't hurt that he's in there with arguably one of the, the best wrestlers in the world in the shape of Will Ospreay. But uh, even so, it was good to see him getting a bit of shine there. Uh, anything stand out uh, for you from the strong episode?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, Carl Fredericks, getting getting that opportunity in in his matches where it feels like his his trajectory was placed on hold with all of this um so I like to see a spotlight on him i did want to mention though um one guy that did stand out to me for again not necessarily well yeah i guess necessarily in ring Hikaleo. Joel, Hikaleo is a monster. Have you ever seen him live?
1: It's uh, a good question. I must have done just from the number of New Japan shows that I've been to live. I, but not in a way that stood out to me. No, he. I. I
0: don't. I don't know. He either. He filled out, or he. He is first of all just towers over people. Like he's in the ring tagging with Jay White. And he just towers over him. Like, I'm being very, very serious. If this were a different time and a different era, that man would be headlining some fucking WWF pay-per- pay-per-view in, like, 1989. <laughs> right? He would be having a run with Hogan. He is, like, he looks like that. Um, And, and, and I must say, in ring, I feel like he's Im- improved – by leaps and bounds. Like that was one guy that I felt like that I had zero expectations on going in. That I left there being like, they're going to do something with this fucking guy. They have to do something with this guy. Like he he truly looked like, you know how like you watch a lot of, I don't want to say indie pro wrestling. But like you watch a lot of pro wrestling that might not be from the the biggest of promotions and even the well you know I take that back because even the bigger promotion I don't know he like HicoLeo looked to me like a guy that was like ooh there is there is some fucking there is some there is some money to be made with this dude like I, I like it, it it clicked with me in the sense of ooh i I see why they're investing time and effort in him. Because he just looks the fucking part. And if he can connect the dots, which I think he's gotten incredibly much better uh, at, like this guy could be something um in in the business. I swear to you. Uh, and and trust me, I, I going going into the weekend, I was just like, all right, heckle, you know, shoulder shrug. Nah. I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know, I was really impressed. Chris Dickinson I was also impressed with impressed with a lot too. He's a uh, oh my god. That guy has muscles on his muscles, as they say. Um, yeah, he he's Hikaleo. Though I, I couldn't believe how much I I feel like I, ring presence. That's the word. That's 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 what I was looking for. He had absolute ring presence, um, which again, f- going into it with no expectations, blew me away. Blew me away a little bit. Oh, Cobb catching catching Okada outside the ring. Ooh. I don't know if you heard this before, Joel. And I don't know if you noticed. Jeff Cobb's fucking strong. That's a strong guy.
1: I was just thinking that myself. You know, what a, what a turnaround it's been from the guy who there are a lot of questions over him when he made his first G1 appearance back in 2019. And if someone had told you that in two years' time, he's going to be 8 0, one of the best performers in the company in the whole year, and just like. Just the highlight of a lot of shows for me. Uh, I would not have believed you. So
0: we're about fifteen minutes into this match, right? Oh, what a drop kick too! Jeff fucking Cobb. About um, fifteen minutes into this match, maybe a little less. Give me, Okada's winning this.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. This is just, it's, yeah. it's classic New Japan booking. The fact that they had him lose to Tamatonga in the previous show, so that he'd be behind going into this that's they always do it the the person who is behind in the main event is the one who ends up winning so yeah okada's going to win this uh i hope they have a great match because uh you know okada versus ibushi it's not the freshest g1 final unlike the freshness of hello fresh (laughs) god
0: damn sorry i'm so sorry everyone you, I actually I think that was fantastic. Uh, let's do it. Hello Fresh, our good pals at Hello Fresh. Uh, you might be asking yourself, hey, what is Hello Fresh? Uh, it's as fresh as a, an Okada dive over the top rope on the Jeff Cobb. Yep, it sure is. Uh, Hello Fresh, you get fresh, pre-measured uh, foods and ingredients, mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store. Ken on HelloFresh, to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. Oh, what a pleasure. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Look, fall, autumn, as we uh, try to say here in the United States, but fail miserably. Uh, They're saying it's busy. It's a busy time of year. But HelloFresh recipes save time. You'd otherwise spend meal planning, shopping, and shopping. Shopping and shopping so you can get back to what matters. Your friends, your family. Who likes to cook? Well, with HelloFresh, you will. Again, pre-measured ingredients, tasty meals uh, right delivered to your door. Uh, You get better value with HelloFresh. HelloFresh is over 30% cheaper than shopping at grocery stores with pre-portioned ingredients. Uh, It ensures that you won't spend money on excess food. That ends up where, Joel? In the trash. Look, we love the HelloFresh, and we got a deal for you. Go to HelloFresh.com slash V-O-W-14. You know, voices of wrestling. V-O-W-14. I say HelloFresh.com slash V-O-W-14. Use the code V-O-W-14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Look, if you're on the fence, if you're thinking about this, you're like, ah, you know, maybe I should try this. Maybe, maybe this would be good for us. Maybe, you know, save time. Yep. Maybe, uh, you know, we could save some money on groceries. Yep. Maybe we don't have to go to the grocery store every week. Yep. Delivered right to your door. Yep. Hellofresh.com slash V-O-W-14, use that code, V-O-W-14, again, 14 up to 14 free meals including free shipping get on it now right what are you waiting for it's America's number one meal kit sign up with HelloFresh and you won't regret it once again HelloFresh.com slash VOW14 use the code VOW14 for up to 14 free meals including free shipping our good friends at HelloFresh
1: Excellent stuff. So uh, we have five G1 shows to catch up, and I did not take notes. I don't take notes anymore because th- you know these are. I don't think anyone wants to hear our ice cold takes about Night Fourteen. So I will just I will go through the card, and I think the acid test is if we can't remember anything notable from these shows, then we just skip and go on to the next one. So all right, good uh, night, everyone.
0: Night. Have a good night. <laughs> catch you next week <laughs> on the Super J.K.
1: <laughs> Uh, very May well be the case here. Uh, this is Tuesday's show and from uh, the Miyagi Zebio Arena Sendai. Second match was Tamatonga defeating Taichi. Uh, third Whoa. was Sanada defeating Yoshihashi. Fourth was Okada defeating Chase Owens. Fifth was Evil defeating Goto. And the sixth was Jeff Cobb defeating Tanahashi. I remember that match being quite good, but I, I literally cannot remember anything else from the rest of this show.
0: Yeah, this was this was a match where I really struggled. I, I mean I, I mean really struggled. This was two times the speed powered through. Come on, Jeff Cobb, hit him with that fucking pile driver. Stuff pile. I'm watching. Oh, he picks him up. Pile driver. Cobb picks him up. Spinning pile driver on Okada. Listen, you would have just watch this match. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> still in trouble. He's still the two stone, He's picked him back
1: up. Yeah. Oh with we, a bad neck in this match. Yeah. I was He's in fucking big
0: trouble there. Yeah, come on. I'm, I'm rooting for a little Jeff. Yeah, this was just. I don't. I, I mean, I. You not know what I remember from this match being just frustrated with the goofy stuff with with Yano and Zach. You know what I mean? I do remember that, and I was just, I just, re- <laughs> no,
1: yeah, no, that was night 15, actually.
0: Oh, that was night 15. 15. <laughs> so you,
1: you know, you, you don't even remember anything about night 40, that you jump straight to night 15. Like, oh. Don't blame me. Well, I mean, let's go to night 15 then. So, and this, right. we had uh, Ibushi defeating Kojima, Ishii defeating Yujiro, which, pff, that was fine. Uh, Kenta beating Tangaloa, uh, 22 minutes. Way too fucking long on I me. Mean, oh, I know, yeah. But it's so long, like, what are you doing, guys? Um, Zach defeating Yano. Yeah, I, I mean, Yano has just been absolute garbage in this tournament. And it's not entirely his fault. I think his matches are going more than twice as long as they should do. And he's been overexposed with the KPw stuff. So, you know, he's a guy who is at his best... Like, there's one good gag in a Yano match and then it's over so quickly that you don't have time to think about the fact that it's actually not that funny. But it's just been done to death and it's just... It's been painful to watch Yano in this G1. Uh, and the main event was Shingo defeating Great Okan in 25 minutes. Uh, this was awesome. I And and I think at the climax, uh, excuse the pun, of Okan's triple main event run, first with Ishii, then with Ibushi, and here with Shingo, Proof of concept to me that Okan has all the tools in his locker to be a big star in New Japan.
0: Yeah. For, for, uh, I don't know if, if he's my MVP, um, but I, I I liked his his run in the sense of, and I, I think we talked about it last week, big, big, big dropkick by Okada. Sorry. Um, that his ma- – oh, big dropkick. We're, we're in a, a very high spot moment here in this match. Where we're going back and forth, drop kick by Okada. I'm sorry. And then money clip. And and literally I just felt my whole body just go, what the fuck? No, it's uh, okay. We- so it's, it's a transitional move. You didn't have it in for very long. Oh it,
1: it, uh, 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 it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you.
0: <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> Come on. Are you fucking kidding me? If he taps out to this money clip, I'm I'm done. I'm let, let's put it this way. So I can hold off my take on fucking the, the, on on Great O'Conn. If he taps out right here, Joel, uh well, I'm leaving the show. I'm leaving the show. That, that's what's on the line right now. Okay? If he taps out to this fucking money club. He ain't tapping up to the money club. He's getting the ropes. All right. Good. Because I wanted to give you my Great O'Conn take. Um he better get to the fucking ropes. Get to the ropes. Oh he pulled them in the fucking middle of the ring. I'm leaving the show. I'm I'm done. I think I'm done. God damn it. No, good. Oh, flip over. This is good. This, this is, is really is gonna, good, David. Yeah. Uh, he can lose. I don't mean... I mean, Cobb can lose, but if he loses to the fucking money clip... Oh, big headbutt. Fuck yeah, Jeff. Come on, Jeff Cobb. He's going to put him away. He's going to win right here. Come on. Put him away. Toward the Islands? Oh, this oh, is so good. You motherfucker. Oh, Dr. Rainmaker. Back around. Up. Over. One, two, kick out. Nice. He beat him with that one in his G one. Yeah. Sorry, we're doing live, we're doing a live call. We're doing a live watch. Cobb and Okada, making it happen. All right. Uh great Okan. Uh, most versatile performer. Uh, he was the chameleon, if you will, of the, of G1. Um, we said it before, so yeah like none of his matches were boring to me. All of his matches felt a little different. had a little different take and a little different style and a little bit, little different flair to it. Um, Yeah, he might have been my top three performers that I enjoyed watching this G1.
1: And then night 16, that was on Thursday, we had Chase Owens to think Chi. They really didn't Taichi dirty in this tournament. I was just disgusted. But although they were running this storyline with his injured ribs so at least there was mitigating circumstances to that uh Sanada defeating Goto Tanahashi defeating Yoshihashi Jeff Cobb defeating Evil and Tama Tonga defeating Kazuchika Okada so this was the the Cobb-Evil match I would like to touch on this this is um basically Evil getting his comeuppance and everyone was cheering I was delighted that Jeff Cobb managed to beat him would I have enjoyed it that much would I be cheering as much if Evil hadn't been a massive shit bag for the whole tournament. Maybe mm. not. Does it justify him wrestling like that and being so boring to watch?
0: I don't know. Like, be, and and the reason is, is that I, no one's talking about it and no one gives a shit. You know what I mean? It's ooh, Jeff cut with another one of those fucking headbutts. He's really laying them motherfuckers in. I'm sorry. This is, this match is actually really good. Um, this, yeah, it's the best match. Between them that I've seen, actually, yeah, this match fucking rules. Um, like the the, the oh, uh, um, the the problem is is that the again you're doing all this bullshit and chicanery to get to the point where there's the big payoff. Okay, yes, there was a big payoff, big payoff, but okay, that lasted what three minutes, right? You felt good that evil lost for what three minutes, and then that's it like there's not like the storyline doesn't get continued does it i mean it's not like jeff cobb no. has has you know saved new japan pro wrestling and we still that, got- this this is
1: evil's role in the company isn't it he's a sort of upper mid-carder who is going to who beat threaten- Sonata
0: on on the last night just fyi
1: right he's going <laughs> to go deep in tournaments threaten to win the big one but never actually do it
0: yeah i mean you know uh you know still doing bullshit so it's not like i don't know like I appreciate the fact that he did it to to uh, uh, you know it it made it very difficult for evil to win G one and everyone kind of got that as a as a rallying cry. We don't want this fucker to even sniff the finals. But okay, it was you know a lot of bullshit for that to to have occur. Uh, okay, I mean to a guy who technically is a heel. Oh, rainmaker. That's it. All right. Um, well, two and three there we go well there's your finals there's your finals joel what are you thinking what do you how you feeling
1: uh i'm thinking that was an outstanding match you know let's throw flowers at these guys yep cobb okay brilliant brilliant stuff real coming out moment for cobb to you know make it to the main event uh budokan Hall. i think that's a, a tremendous achievement and yeah outstanding match how do I feel about an Okada Ibashi final? I'm sure it'll be really, really good. Uh, does it excite me? No, because you know this will be the fourth time we've seen it since, what, in, in the last two years. So they had their G1 match in 2019, and then Wrestle Kingdom 2020, and then G1 again last year, and now we're seeing them in the G1 again. We know that they can have outstanding matches. I mean, if it's anything like the Wrestle Kingdom match, it's going to be terrific. Yeah. Um. Am I excited about Ibashi being another... G one final. No, I, I would have preferred someone else. But you know, do you did think they, Good. Were, were there any other better options to have in the final where they could put in in a big spot main eventing Budokan Hall where they need to sell tickets and be a credible threat to Okada winning this G one climax? Like, could if they put in Zach or Shingo or Okan? Oh, fuck it. Even Ishii, would that would that be realistic to put any of those guys in that spot? Um,
0: you look back, probably. Uh, see, here is the thing, though. Like, why not? Like, if you are going to do it, this would be the year to do it. And it and it and it, and in some ways. New Japan had some guts with giving guys wins that maybe you wouldn't expect getting wins and maybe getting a little run. Uh, uh, A Jeff Cobb would Jeff Cobb have gotten this run if it weren't for the COVID situation? I don't know. Maybe, probably. Who knows? But you know, if you're going to try something new, now now would be the time to do it. Um, I will say this though, like a Bushi. An Okada on top does kind of feel right, but it feels the same. It feels like an old pair of slippers, is what it feels like. Um, comfortable, but not. You know, nobody's getting excited when you get it under the Christmas tree. Um. But what else could they have done? Like.
1: Uh, See, this is the thing. I I would have loved Zach, and I thought that was a really compelling storyline that fell into their lap with a Naito injury. But that's from my very Western centric, British centric point of view. uh Um, And, you know, do they have other. I I would just be interested, hypothetically, to see how a Zach Okada G1 final matches up in terms of numbers to an Ibushi Okada final. Probably it it wouldn't do as well. So I have to, you know, face facts there. Ibushi's a bigger star. But, you know, having said that, I think even the Japanese fans, from what I hear, there was a bit of ire on Twitter. They're a bit fed up of him continually getting into the G1 final. So it's not an ideal situation.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just think that, I mean, is Okada, Ibushi, is, is, is that a money match at this point? Like, is that a match? Is that the only match that they had that they could have done? Well, let me ask you this first. One, do you think this was the original plan, Ibushi? No, I I I
1: think think Naito was.
0: Yeah, I think they they kind of I think they kind of booked on the fly a little bit, right? I agree. Okay, so with that being said, to if if their idea was was Naito in that role, who's 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 the next person that could possibly be a big enough name to? I mean, let's keep in mind Kota Abushi what this was, this number four when it comes to G1. So, even in, in the best of times, this guy was considered a top top dog, right? A draw, if you will. Um, Wrestle Kingdoms, right? It's, we weren't hurt, hurting Wrestle Kingdom time when he was on top. Um, Okada, who's been the face of the fucking company for, for years. Well, you know what? Yeah. Like if they're going to if they're going to squeeze money out of people's pockets, this is the easiest way to do it, right? I don't think you could I don't think you're going to squeeze that same amount of money with Zach. As much as we would love to see Zach in there, you're right. It's it's the only real logical way that this company could go to squeeze people walking up and buying a ticket that haven't done so already. Is Okada Ibushi? I can't believe I can't believe we're kind of hand waving, not hand waving, but we're just kind of like, eh. I guess it's just not exciting. It's just not new. It's not again. It's like a comfortable pair of slippers. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. We're going to love it. It's not sexy.
1: Yeah, maybe we've just been spoiled.
0: And it will be great, right?
1: I'm sure it will. I'm sure when the G1 final is open, we're going to be... It, if it is anything less than a match of the year candidate, then something's gone wrong. I mean, it's got to be better than Ibushi Sanada from last year.
0: Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Well, being that we're talking about match of the year, you know, when when G1 hits... You know, when we talk about year-end awards, which we... Right around the corner, Joel, just FYI. Um... G1 matches always make the list for match of the year. And there's always standout ones. Is there a, a match that you would say is a blow away winner when it comes to that happened in G1 that you're just like, yep, that's that? there's your match of the year? I don't feel I that th- way.
1: I think this Okada Cobb match will get a lot of love. Um, I think Ishii Shingo from the start Okada Tanahashi, mm, that is you know I I, I will be surprised if that's in trouble in the top five of match of the year candidates. I mean, personally, I loved Zach Shingo. I really loved Zach Ocon. Um
0: Are they are I, they in the I, mix? Jack
1: Naito was great.
0: Again, these know. matches are all good that you're mentioning. Are any of these matches? If you take these matches and you put them up against previous years. Oh no, no chance. Right, no, previous years, no. Right, like I just don't know if there's that match that again every year that that we talk about. There's always that runaway. Okay, yep, that's in the mix. That'll be in the top three. You know what I mean? That'll be it'll be this match, that match, and this match. I don't know if I have that. I mean, there again, I'm not saying that there weren't great matches. There absolutely were great matches in this tournament, no doubt. Not like super great, blow your fucking pants off definite in the mix for match of the year. They're, 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 which which will make match of the year tough in the sense of there's just going to be a lot of these really good matches, but nothing that's really head and shoulders where people are picking. Like Match of the year this year will be the closest it's ever been. I, I truly believe that. Match of the year this year will be the closest it's, we've ever had it just because of the fact that there's not been that one match that has just totally knocked everyone's socks off. Even the matches that we thought knocked people's socks off, maybe not it didn't connect with everybody. And again, if we're rating G1, where would you put this G1 in the mix?
1: I enjoyed it more than last year's G1. Yep. But uh and maybe on par or close to 2018, which had a lot of shit in it with Tamatong and Bad Luck Farley and J.Y., all heavy on the bullshit. Right. Um, but it doesn't come close to 2017 or 2019 in recent history, at least.
0: Right. right. So
1: I'd say put, I put it firmly in the middle. For the last five years, it's in middle of the pack.
0: Middle of the pack. Okay. That's fair.
1: And and again, we do have Which well is with- a achievement, I think. I think that's the exceeding expectations, considering the limited roster and the clap crowds and all that shit. I think this G1 has been very enjoyable.
0: It has been enjoyable. Um, Would you say in your time as a fan, the least buzzworthy?
1: Oh, definitely. Absolutely. It's stone cold.
0: Yeah, man. Do you think it's – would you say that this, this G1 is an undervalued G1? In a sense, there's a lot of good stuff and it's not getting the love it deserves.
1: I think for everyone who's watched it has given it the love it deserves. I I don't know anyone who's watched it and said, this is trash. All the people who've watched it said, you know what, this is actually really good, but it's not as hot or exciting as G1's in previous years, which is, I think is fair. There've been a lot of probably equally as many people talking about people not talking about it. Like, Oh, I can't right. believe it's a G1 and no one's talking about it. like mostly from the miserable fuckers in the, the Brit rest circles. But I think everyone who's actually bothered to sit down and watch any of the shows, um, have given, given it the love that it deserves. I think.
0: Yeah. It's that fucking Joel Yentis, isn't it? <laughs> that <laughs> motherfucker. <scourge> of- <laughs> of us. You know, oh, you know, okay. just stop, stop, stop texting me. And and maybe watch G1. All right. All hey right, buddy? Alright. He's gonna text me four more times now. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, there's uh, other things that I think deserve to be discussed, if briefly. Um Tamatonga, defeating got Okada in the main event, uh, which I thought was a really good match. And I think Tamatonga is one of the guys who if he was if he's included again next year, I would say, you know what, fair enough. He deserves that. He's Really, really exceeding my expectations. Worked incredibly hard, and I don't think he's going to be a, a top single star in the company or anything. But I thought I, all of his matches were really good. Yeah, um, and I think him getting this main event win over Okada in Yamagata—that's that's like his his gold watch, isn't it? Like, thank you for all your service to the company. There you go. You can go and beat Okada in the main event. I
0: mean. I, I, I people had to lose for the points to and the drama and the and all that. Well, they, they didn't
1: actually, Dave. I mean, this is the a lot of people have been talking about. They could have had Okada and Cobb both go into the final match 8-0. They could. But okay. they didn't for I think they wanted Okada to be behind and I also think they wanted the draw to lean in favor of Jeff Cobb. Cuz otherwise if if it's a draw then you've got an unbreakable tie. Good so point. They wanted people to think that the draw was a realistic outcome because it could have happened. Uh, you know, they, they draw and Jeff Cobb manages to go through. You keep a looking strong, so that's why they did it. Um, but I think also a good opportunity to give some love to Tamatonga.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that's been there from the beginning. You know, feels like I would put him back in. I thought he, I thought he had an outstanding G one. Outstanding. I mean on the on the on the G O D grading curve, mind you. Hmm. I mean I would
1: have him above if I had to put you know like yujiro Tangaloa, Chase Owens, those guys in the list, I would have Tamatonga at the top of that.
0: <sighs> yeah. I think I would.
1: Because he, he he looked like a star. And a lot of times, and in, in, in this match and throughout the tournament, he's in fantastic shape, just really charismatic, you know, showing a ton of passion and fire out there. And the, I thought the match is all delivered. So, I mean, to me, he ticked all those boxes for you know, out of those people I've mentioned that I would, yeah, if he's back next year, fair enough.
0: All right, let me give it, let's do this. I'm going to go through the blocks. Give me a letter grade. Want to do that? Sure. All right. Yujiro Takahashi. Uh,
1: B minus. B minus. Yeah. Well, we yeah weren't very hard, but Yujiro, like, 100% on his best day, still sort of moves at like half the speed of <laughs> the rest of the roster. So there is a hard ceiling on how good and exciting his matches can be. Yeah. Uh, Loa. Yeah. Uh, also, a B minus. B-. minus. B-. Yeah, I had higher expectations from him, but I don't think he was bad. Uh, best match was against Zach. I thought that was really, really good last night, or whenever it was. I can't remember. Uh, but I wouldn't put him back in, in a non-pandemic G1.
0: Okay, yeah, and we'll G1. do that too. Are they either... Non-pandemic G1, is Yujiro back in? No,
1: nah, no, no, no. Okay. This Tangela. should be his last G1, and this should be Tangela's last G1 as well. Okay. Unless he... Improves staggeringly in the next twelve months.
0: Toro Yano. D. D. Is he back next year? If
1: get if you get
0: rid of the People KPW,
1: get rid of the KW thing, and you know proper shows where his matches can go three or four minutes, you know without them having to feel the need to stretch it out, I would be okay with that. But if it was up to me, I would not put him back in.
0: Mm hmm. Joel j I think Jill just uh, jumped out a window <laughs> of uh the, the internet. The 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 window of internet because uh I think we lost him. Uh he'll be back, well, I'm sure. Uh no, there yeah. he is. Oh
1: I I, I Where, where I, did I, you lose I, me?
0: Um I just talking about Toriano and uh, uh the KOP holding him down and et cetera. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I, if it were up to me, I would not put Yano back in. Uh, but if we can restrict his matches to three or four minutes and not have him doing the KPW stuff so he doesn't get overexposed, fine, I'll accept it. But again, I have no desire to see him back in.
0: Okay, and and a D. Uh, I would say fair, yes. I would say D, I don't want to see Toriyano Yano ever again. Uh, Tomohiro Ishi.
1: Ishii gets uh, an A minus from me. Not one of his best years, but still he's in what turned out to be a bit of a dry block, one of the highlights.
0: Yes. Okay, on the same page. Uh, Shingo Takagi.
1: A. Um, a. Probably the, the star of the block.
0: I would agree with that. I would agree with that.
1: And maybe even the whole tournament. He's just brilliant. Can't say enough good things about Shingo.
0: Do you think he's getting – what do you think of his run so far?
1: It's just been hampered by the fact that the product is very cold right now. In terms of his in-ring performances, he's doing everything Everything right. he can,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's getting fucked. It's, it? And, and I, that's not by the promotion. It's just – yeah, he's getting fucked. <laughs> Poor guy, uh, because again, all of his matches, like he'll go down as one of the the best in ring champions New Japan has had. Um, and he'll but, probably
1: run away with wrestler of the year.
0: I would think so, right? I mean, a, a different conversation for a different day, but I think it's a very short list, and he's atop top of that short list. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Zach Sabra Jr.
1: An A from Zach. I think given the spot he was in, he's he's done a fantastic job. His big matches were all front-loaded in the tournament. So yeah. we got all the good stuff first. And then, you know, when he's wrestling your Ugeros and Giannos, it's less compelling. But you, you do what you can with those guys. But I thought he got the best match out of Tangaloa. And yeah, I, I, you know, I'm a higher on Zach than most people. I don't think he was as good as Shingo, but that's an extremely high bar but he was still second best in this block. You
0: don't think people were high on Zach? Um, the the word, the buzz what... that you you are uh, hearing.
1: It, it tailed off. It cooled off after the first, you know, after he'd beaten Naito and Shingo and Ibushi, Hanokan, then people sort of stopped talking about
0: him. kenta Go ahead, B say minus, it.
1: B minus. B, I mean, mi- B minus? C. Uh, C. Plus, C. C, plus, C plus. C plus. Yeah. Really? Uh, C plus? Just, like, the, the, all the, the, you know, the shit with the chair and the ref bumps and everything. It's, you know, we get enough of that with Evil. He he
0: didn't need to do that as well. I, I would say more matches than not, I was fast forwarding Kenta matches. There was the Zach match. I was on board with. There wasn't a lot else that were like I give me give me the aside from the Zach match. Give me a memorable Kenta moment.
1: Maybe this is a good time to discuss the the A Block finals where uh, it was Ibushi and Kenta, which was a very very weird match because parts of it were right. awesome. Like when they were doing the striking exchanges down the stretch, very good, very exciting. I was like, yeah, this is what we're here for. But there's so much other weird things like the table. Actually, you know what? The table thing, I thought they, they made the best out of that. I'm glad that they didn't go and set it up again. Uh, Ibushi was just being a nutter and went through anyway. But the ref bumps and the chair stuff, and there were three countout teases that egregiously fun. went past the 20 point. Yep. And just not a, a good match, but not at the standard for an A block final.
0: Yep. We've I got to demand better than that. I agree, and that's and that's part of the reason why I I you I cannot go up, I can't even I can't even fathom going above a C for Kenta. I can't even, I can't even fathom going above a C.
1: The Zack match, the Zack match was really really good. Okay, but aside from the Zack match and parts of the, <laughs> the Ibushi match, right? Not not great.
0: No, I I mean again, I'm 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 and I'm being. I feel like I'm being very generous with that C very generous um kodobushi
1: yeah just a, a, again a weird tournament i don't know if this is deliberate if this is him sort of selling and leaning into the illness thing but he's not been himself matches that have been sort of nailed on bangers in, in years gone by like the Ishii match just this year didn't didn't deliver it just sort of passed them by um and a lot of weirdly sloppy moments yeah. So, Ibushi. The zap match was great. The Shingo match was pretty good as well. Everything else, a bit disappointing. Mm, B plus.
0: I'm going B minus. Okay. Going B minus. And maybe I'm maybe I'm giving him just what I've seen from him in the past being a big factor in that. Like I know there's more in the tank. Um, Yeah. Uh, okay. So your MVP Shingo would block A, right?
1: Yes. I'd say he just, he picked Zach to that. I thought uh, Zach was tremendous. Very, yeah. very close one and two, but uh, far and away above everyone else.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. I think it's fair. Uh, block B. Uh, Chase Owens.
1: B. I thought he he played his role perfectly. You know, he's there to make everyone else look good, throwing a few upsets and surprises along the
0: way. And he survived. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if dead G wants to grind. Uh, yeah, I think B's a fair one. Yeah, I'll go for that. Uh, Tamatanga. Uh,
1: giving Tamatanga an A. Wow.
0: He, he over-delivered for me so much. B plus, I'll give Tamatanga who surprised me uh, who here's what he did. He tickled my ass with a feather. And what do I mean by that? I mean, he tickled my ass with a feather. I mean, what he did was he gave me a reason to go back to the well and be disappointed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he gave me that fucking thing again, where, poor fucking Gintama Tonga singles you know what I mean like he did that he put that little fucking thought in my head again where it was dead and I was over it and I was like I'm not falling for it again uh, now I'm going to fucking fall for it again All Right? alright I'll fall for it again uh, Yoshihashi uh,
1: Yoshihashi B plus you know exactly what you're going to get with Yoshihashi works his socks off gave us some really good
0: matches and that's his ceiling. I, I I'm going to go C only because that's exactly what we got. And there, there the, like every time you think Yoshihashi might take a next step, this is exactly what Yoshihashi is. If you're a fan of Yoshihashi, know know very well. There's this no sh- next step. This is there it. is no next step in, in 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 anything like in character in whatever. So yeah, that this is this is Yoshihashi. Uh, here's a name I'm gonna throw at you. And I want you to ask I want you to, to, to let me know if if they're coming back. Four point or is four points total? I think so, if my math is correct, or if my notebooks right, if right. No, he won to... today. He beat okay.
1: Hamatonga today, so he's on six. Okay. Goto, right? Hiroki Goto. Um I would give him a C. I don't I I would not want him back next year,
0: no. I'm so over him. He is an instant skip for me. I just, there is just nothing there for me. Six points. Um, how about your lord and the emperor, Tai Chi?
1: Booking A, aside. Hey, I thought he's just, it, even when he was booked like shit and losing to Tamatonga and Chase Owens, he still went up there and. Just fucking rocked my world david i just he's so good he's <laughs> he's been one of the workhorses in this block,
0: yeah, yeah, I'm giving him a b plus I'm giving him a b b plus b plus um he's a guy that does absolutely deserves to be there in the mix um and am and and honestly of all the names i've i've me- we've mentioned so far, he's like yes above all those uh sonata.
1: Uh, Sonata, I think, has actually been quite good. I'm going to give him a B plus, And I would go higher were it not for a little bit of sloppiness in the Tanahashi match. But I think he's stepped
0: up this year. And I think, quietly, he's had a really good tournament. Uh, you know what? I would agree with that. I, I I, will agree with that. I, And I would give... I'm, again, it's Sonata, so let's not get fucking over the top here. B+. plus, B, B. How about B? I'll give him a solid B. Solid B. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, Tanahashi, I'd also
1: give a B. Is
0: he, uh, I mean, this is like f- three or four years in a row that he's under 500 when it comes to points, right? Like under, you know, record, more yeah, losses. We're going to
1: win the whole tournament next year. Yeah, I know.
0: Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean... This is. I mean, we're not we're not goofing around here. This is. We're at the end of the road with Tanahashi, right? Like,
1: yeah. I mean, I, the most interesting now is who who is going to be the challengers, challenger slash challengers for the U.S. title because yeah. there's there's some big names lined up there.
0: There certainly are. There certainly are. I mean, it seems like everybody. <laughs> Zach, look, 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 what do we got? Zach uh, uh no, well, well
1: for people in his block that being right chase owens is one that stands out getting Correct. a surprise win uh taichi beat him which i thought was a really good match today actually uh centered around the, the rib injury very fiery baby face underdog performance from taichi there uh jeff cobb i, yep. I think he'd be a, a, a brilliant uh us
0: champion why did i say zach what, what am i thinking with zach because they've wrestled each other like 400 times, times. <laughs> okay I could have sworn Zach pinned them in some fucking thing. Right, anyway, uh, evil booking aside, he he always
1: works hard, and when it's limited to undercard shenanigans, I can deal with it. So okay, so I'm I'm rating his performances, not the booking. I've just just there's so many. Shitty looking ref bumps and it is terrible. Moments where I have to suspend my disbelief with a ref and his opponent acting like fucking idiots. I can't. I can't really go higher than a C minus, really, because I've just I've got to grade it by the whole package.
0: Okay, I, it's fair. Uh, you know, I, I, yeah. I mean, you, you do. Um, I would. I would have absolutely no problem. And and trust me when I say this. Never seeing evil in a new Japan pro wrestling ring again. I would I would lose not a wink of sleep. Not <laughs> <Bad> a news <laughs> f- <laughs> If I had one Christmas wish, if if Father Christmas is listening right now, or as we call him in the United States, Santa Claus. Santa, if you're listening right now, which I, I'm sure you are, uh I have one Christmas wish, not for world peace or uh, eliminating hunger from the world. It is that evil, better known as Watanabe, never, ever steps foot in a New Japan Pro Wrestling ring again. Please, Father Christmas. Uh, that's all I ask for. Thank you, Father Christmas. Jeff Cobb. Uh, hey, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. He's been outstanding and yep. one of the best wrestlers in the company. Yep. Yep. What a, what a, and, and he's, I think he's going to do really well in our end of year awards too.
0: I hope so. I hope so. He'll be, he'll, it is amazing. I just remember everyone shitting on him for like G1s of the past. I think he definitely, definitely uh, has removed those demons. Uh, lastly, let's do Okada.
1: Okada, I think, has been much, much better than last year. Um, I will
0: give him an A-. minus. Okay. He's had a lot of good matches. He's he's had more good matches than he's had average matches. A couple upsets.
1: Yeah, Tanahashi match was Wolf. great. Taichi match was fantastic. Cobb match was fantastic. Yep. Uh, the yeah. Sanada match was really good. I mean, he even managed to get a good match out of Evil. Yeah. The Tamatonga match I thought was pretty damn good as well. I'm giving him an A. Yeah, I'm upgrading to an A as well, now I
0: think about it. Yeah, I'm giving him an A. All right, so block B MVP is between Jeff Cobb and Okada. And Taichi. <laughs> uh no, I, I will give
1: it to Okada because I think this G1 really did. needed big match Okada back and we got him back. And I think it's sort of flown under the radar a bit, because it's sort of he's reverted to default rather than everyone going, Wow, he's so brilliant, because we know he's yeah. brilliant, and he was so disappointing last year. But I think if you took him out of this block, it would be fucking dry. So
0: Right. Imagine, again, nobody wants an injury on anyone, so let that be clear, but uh, imagine if it were Okada and not Naito. Oof. That would be rough sledding, huh?
1: Yeah, I think that block would have really suffered. And actually, I mean, I think it's a block that over-delivered relative to expectations. A lot of people were shitting on it when it first came out, but I think with people like Sanada... And Chase Owens and Tamatonga over delivering, and Okada and Jeff Cobb and Taichi just being their usual brilliant selves. It's actually been a pretty good block.
0: Yeah, and but but and but my and, and my point is is that Okada helped that elevate that yes, because when we talk about it all together. yeah when we when we talk about he's a common thread like when all these guys having you know stellar G ones that weren't expected. To even be in it, let alone have decent runs. Okada's the thread that runs through all of that. So, okay. All right. There you go. There's ad. I mean, listen, you're not going to get a better fucking G1 breakdown than us. Sorry. You're just not. And we have dick jokes. So, fucking.
1: I got it. I mean, the final question Who's winning the final?
0: I mean, we're doing Okada, right?
1: It has to be. It has to be. We cannot cannot have Ibushi winning that.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, It's got a
1: wins. He's wins the belt at Wrestle Kingdom. You know, he can do some stuff in, in the meantime, fucking about with Will Ospreay, who's calling himself the real world champ. uh, There's just a lot you can do with Okada, especially in a, uh, an Okada who looks like he's back to his best. But I think by the time Wrestle Kingdom's all wrapped up, I keep saying it, he, he's the reset button now. He's going to be the champion of the company just as things open up and as we get back to full crowds and we can go back to normal new Japan and everyone can be happy.
0: Uh, Do you think people come back? Uh,
1: Not as many as there were before. I think the realistically AEW has permanently taken a a huge chunk out of that Western fan base and they're not going to come back.
0: Can I ask a dumb question? Why can't you have both? Well, I can't, I like, like, people, why can't why like why is like I know people have only have twenty four hours in a day, but like what like I don't I don't understand why people can't just watch both and 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 be passionate about both. You can't be passionate about both at the same time.
1: Uh, do you are you talking about a hypothetical future where everything's back to normal? Yes, York, correct, right? correct. Um, yeah, I think they will bring. A lot of those fans back and I think if the two companies do work together closely then there's a good chance of bringing a a high percentage of those fans back but I I just do wonder if a lot of stuff has done irreparable damage uh, in in the the eyes of certain chunks of the fan base Um, I'm talking in terms of the evil and the Dick Togo stuff has turned a lot of people off uh, speaking out related stuff, you know, Osprey getting pushed, I think, has turned off a lot of people. Um, I, ju- I just feel that there are some significant chunks of fans who are not going to come back.
0: You know who got the, one of the loudest pops in that building? Will Osprey?
1: Yeah, maybe this is just well, not from John Carroll. but <laughs> that's, that's another story. Um, yeah. I did see yeah, John there. Just, yeah, uh, just... us being in deep in the bubble. Maybe a lot of people just don't really care about that kind of stuff.
0: I mean, I think people care,
1: but and, and it, it, it could be just a very noisy but small minority, right? And, and they have every right to be noisy about it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not criticizing them. They, yeah. they, they should be talking about it. But um,
0: he, he got one of the loudest numbers.
1: pops. Yeah.
0: You want to know? You want to know who else who got a a, a a very loud pop? Pop, but he he was heckled a little bit, which was kind of hilarious. Uh TJP. Very loud pop. Very loud pop. Hmm. Now that that now this might be th- th- like this just might be I was gonna say I was gonna bust on Philly and be like, that's what might be Philly. <laughs> but uh, there were a lot of people that traveled in for these shows. So uh, I think yeah, I mean I I, I look I think I, I I'm I'm pretty confident in saying that uh, you know a lot of the fans that were fans of New Japan were fans of Kenny and Bucks and all that stuff. Um and there's no reason why you can't like both. I don't understand why you can't like both. The problem is is that one has caught their interest and one has, you know, electrified them and 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 I'm going to say it it's easier to turn on their TV and watch and consume and all that stuff. It is. It just is. New Japan puts on fucking some smashing cards and gets you know there's a full roster and things get rocking and rolling. I don't understand why you wouldn't be able to watch both and 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 have buzz over both.
1: A lot of those fans were watching New Japan in the first place because. They had a gap in their lives because WWE wasn't doing it for them. That's true. And now AW's filled that gap, and also you know, the, the time difference is a thing as well. Like I if if AW was on a, a reasonable hour for me, I would be watching it, but it's not, so I don't. And I'm sure that's the case for a lot of Western fans from New Japan.
0: That's true. That's true. That's true. I don't know. I just think that there's ways. Like if you like something and you're passionate about something, and so, let me and 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 it's it's a product that you like. If that's good. That you enjoy. You you find ways to watch. You know, like you don't have to watch yeah. everything live. You wake up in the fucking morning and watch. I don't. I can't tell you the last time I watched a New Japan Pro Wrestling show live. Well, I mean, a complete show. Like I'm waking up at four. I mean, I wake up. I turn it on when I wake up. You know what I mean? That's that's how I live my life. Well, People, that's
1: the big challenge for New Japan going forward, isn't it? How much of that fan base can they bring back?
0: Yes. And I think everyone's all like, here's the thing. Everyone points the finger of, well, they got to bring these guys in. It's all about these guys in, bring these guys in and that'll, and that'll do it. And I don't know if that's the answer. I think it's part of the answer, but I don't think that's the complete answer. Like I no, think they go
1: get their own house in order. Correct.
0: Folks, Thank you. Thank you. That has to occur. Please don't think, New Japan, that you just bring in these fucking people and everything's hunky-dory again. It's not. You've got a lot of shit that you got to fucking clean up before you worry about bringing anybody in, to to be very truthful.
1: Yeah, definitely agree. I just think, as as I've said in the last few months, there have been a lot of unforced errors from New Japan, but hopefully they can... Use things opening up as a, a boost and a little trampoline to to get them back up close to where they were before, but they will have to work very hard to try and fix some of those mistakes if they want people to stick around
0: yeah it's uh look as much as we're excited about doors opening and borders opening again and the normal C returning well there is there is still questions to uh, yeah,
1: and- I mean, I mean, like if you get a huge sort of co-promoted super show with AEW in a stadium and you have got all the the biggest stars, you know, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Okada, Naito, blah blah blah, whatever, sold out, millions of people watching, if you then put Evil in a significant match and Dick Togo's fucking about with garrots and ref bumps, yep. <laughs> You know, that that's unacceptable.
0: It is. It definitely is. All right. Uh, I think we've beaten the G one to death, right? We've squeezed everything we can out of it. We got a final, what tomorrow is it tomorrow? Uh,
1: let me check. It will be, uh, yeah, Thursday, October twenty first. Oh so <laughs> by the time you listen to this it will be over it'll can we just over. do it in case people are listening late brilliant G1 Climax Final uh, Okada does it again he's on his way to Wrestle Kingdom good or, stuff New Japan's back in action
0: or amazing that Kota Ibushi became four time G1 champion and we all knew it <laughs> we all knew that was going to happen so play whatever you want play whatever uh, 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 whatever that bit stunk Just can we fucking end the show?
1: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's that's, that's plenty from us. Uh, Okay. So redsever.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash J dash cast. If you want to throw some money to show appreciation for the great content we give you every week. Discord link is in the show notes uh, if you want to join and, and watch the final live with all the wonderful fans we've got over there at Cobra kawaii and Pro WrestlingTees.com for slash SuperJcast if you want to buy one of our t-shirts. That also helps us out. Uh, as does editor Dan, who you can find on Twitter at Lousy Hero219. You can subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network for other great shows. Uh, give us a five-snake review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at SuperJcast. Thank you everybody for listening and goodbye.